0: Two opinionated women with strong views they aren't afraid to express chat loudly about current affairs, families, life and everything else that's on their minds. PerryWise Women, the podcast, is Kelly Finlayson and Jackie Matthews, laughing, sharing, and sometimes crying their way into listeners' hearts and minds. Join Kelly and Jackie and their occasional guests for a weekly escape from reality to their zany world on the Ballerine Peninsula in Victoria, Australia. Hey, Cal, how are you? I'm good, Jack. Good. I'm back starting to heal. I'm, you know... Walking around the block now, so without much pain. So you know, yeah. Um, but you know, like I said before, I'm so sick of talking about my injury. and I'd rather talk about I don't know home and away
1: or anything really. Who even does that home and away? Um, although oh. <laughs> I think I think that James Rain's son, he's James Rain Jr. I'm pretty sure he's in home and away. Yeah, James Rain from Australian Crawl, like you know, my oh yeah. And can we do you want to share your James Rain story with Louise? No, no, absolutely not. It's too too Stalker. long. Stalker of time. Um, so Stalker. um we've got another guest, another great guest. We're so we lucky do have another guest. Uh and so I'm gonna let you introduce Louise. Sure. Okay.
0: Today we're talking with Louise Viveros from Geelong, who At the moment, she does weekends away. She does programs for women of all ages for you to be reconnected with who you are in body, mind and spirit. So put your belts on, ladies, because I think this one's going to be good fun.
2: Hi, Louise. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yes, I'm very well. I'm very excited to be here and see your beautiful smiling faces.
0: (laughs) Yes. We should acknowledge Bernadette. So we'll um, thank Bernadette for um, introducing us so you could come onto the podcast and share what you do with our PERI audience because um, having a look at your website, you're doing some amazing things, Louise. So thank you, Bernadette. And, um, Louise, I suppose the first thing I wanted to ask you about because it's kind of it looks a bit sexy is uh, Whispers of the Wild. Can you take me through that
2: uh so whispers of the wild is my weekend for women that i created a couple of years ago because i couldn't find a weekend away that i wanted to do in this country um so there were lots of women's weekends and retreats and things and everything happening abroad but i have uh, two little kids and i couldn't get to those i couldn't afford them and various things like that and i was like where is there a weekend for women where we get to do all of those amazing things that they do abroad, but do them locally? Also in Victoria. Um, I don't know why everyone bags the weather here. I love our weather. Obviously, you can tell I've got an English accent, so I'm a lover of the seasons. <laughs> did. And so I wanted to create a weekend where I was weaving together all the things that I was personally really interested in um, as I entered my 40s. And there was definitely I wanted some of the spiritual stuff, but I didn't want it to be too spiritually woo woo. So I just wanted it as an access point. I also wanted there to be some strength work and some physical activity. My job, my kind of daytime trade is a personal trainer. So I really wanted to weave that in as well, because a lot of these retreats only do yoga. There's nothing wrong with yoga. Yoga is an incredible practice for women. Um, However, I think it can be very one dimensional if you don't add in a bit of iron. And I am a lover of the iron. So kettlebells, barbells, clubs and maces, uh, I think are incredibly powerful tools for women to utilize. Um, And I wanted to weave it all together here in Victoria and work with other amazing women as well. So I created Whispers of the Wild.
0: Ah, well i'm um pretty impressed and um thought oh that would be a good good thing for Jackie and i to run away and
1: <laughs> i love it I'm just looking at yeah the website
0: yeah now. how special does it look it's how many have you done louise
2: so I've done two. Uh, obviously, the one in uh, 2020, unfortunately. So I started in 2019. The one in 2020 obviously got uh, postponed for a whole year. Um, but I managed to squeeze it in in April of this year. And it was oh, incredible. Incredible. Just I was holding on for dear life, hoping it would go ahead. And uh, we didn't get locked down and it did go ahead. And it was Just an amazing weekend. Everybody who came, it... It changes women's lives, but on really subtle, like when people say that, people are like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, no, it really does, because Mm. women don't often give themselves the space, time and opportunity to explore things that are slightly out of their comfort zone, but not so far that they, they get put off by it. And again, that's why it's called whispers. It's a little gentle introduction to certain aspects that maybe women haven't had the time and opportunity to explore.
0: I love that. I love that. That makes it just a little bit more intimate and special. Yeah. Mm.
1: Where do you go? Is it, is it, so you're based in Geelong. And so do you go like Surf Coast or is it Ballerina or is it a secret? (laughs)
2: no it's not a secret it's actually a place called Seacroft which is an incredible place down on the Great Ocean Road near Apollo Bay Um, Mm -hmm. I held it there the first year and the second time just because it's such a brilliant venue for us I actually probably shouldn't say it because I don't want too many people to go there
1: (laughs) oh no it's fabulous I've been looking for something like this for so long so do you? what do you do, like, when you're not doing these retreats? Are you, like, a personal trainer? Like, are you working with women one-on-one? Like, what are you doing day-to-day?
2: Yeah, so my day job, like I said, is a personal trainer. But many, many years ago, I uh, dropped the name personal trainer and started calling myself a movement coach because that's pretty much where I do. It's personal, but it's very movement-based practices. So what I realised coming out of the birth of my two children. So I have two children. I'm uh, nearly 45 years old now. Um, My children are 8 and 11 years old. And coming out of those uh, pregnancies and births, I ended up with just a whole different body. I didn't even know... Who I was or, or what I was, there was, there'd been a physical transition. There'd been a psychological transition as I'd entered motherhood. And then you're thrown into those early days of motherhood and suddenly you're trying to renegotiate a relationship with your physical body. And it's so, so different. So back then, I mean, I've been working in the industry now for about 12 years. So it's, it's a long time ago that I just, again, I couldn't find anyone to help me in the fitness space that was specifically looking at the hormone and um, physical and psychological changes of early motherhood. I wanted the full depth experience when I was doing my workouts, and I wasn't finding it. So I just created a business from it. So That's why as I grew my business, I grew my family and I grew and obviously changed. And obviously over the years, things have changed again because now I am, like I said, I'm in my mid 40s. And again, I find myself in this place where people uh, in the fitness industry in particular aren't necessarily talking we talk about the early motherhood phase really well now so there's lots of pregnancy and and postnatal support for women out there and people and trainers are getting themselves educated in those areas whereas like I said when I was there no one knew even what a bloody pelvic floor was so um, (laughs) um, even getting women to talk about their pelvic floors has been um, an interesting journey but and now I find myself in these kind of perimenopausal years again the fitness industry sort of has a it's just a void there's no one in this space talking practically like on the ground like doing stuff there's lots of educators out there now in the fitness industry that no people actually on the ground doing the work with the women out there in the community and again so I'm filling a space so I like on my website if you look on my website I work with women pretty much from motherhood to midlife and that's where I, I have my women and obviously midlife it's quite a broad range i guess you're looking from 40 to 60 um for a lot of my women but I again this, this is a transitional time for women on so many levels and we're just being underrepresented and under looked after and we're lost in sort of like we're not 20 anymore so that mm. exercise doesn't work for us anymore but we're not mm. seniors we're not senior citizens
0: um louise i I'm I'm hearing everything you're saying and I just wanted to ask you if you see the difference now that what we're all going through at this age, perimenopause, menopause, it used to just be people would joke about it because they didn't know what else to do with it and there was always some sort of joke like, oh, she's menopausal or, you know, whereas now it's actually a stage in life that creates conversations like we're having today it's like it's a whole new caring process from personal trainers, from medical practitioners. Like I do uh, yoga and Pilates, and well, not at the moment, but I normally do. And the the classes are uh, set; they're changed for older women because of the pelvic floor. <laughs> um, and and a lot of it is based around uh, strengthening that pelvic floor, so um, you. Well, it's teaching you to carry yourself differently, I suppose that's what I'm learning at the moment. But do you think that we are about to i don't know i feel do you think that there's a a chance that we're about to explode with information and perimenopause and menopause is going to become something that Parliament will have to deal with for the workplaces and et cetera, things like that on construction sites? What do you think?
2: I think if we want it to happen as women, it will happen. I think we as women need to keep having the conversations about it and demanding that we are represented. I think, you know, like even in the world of, say, sports science, only three percent of actual sports and exercise science is done on women. We're totally underrepresented across the board across everything in life and yet we what we're 51% of the population <laughs> it doesn't make any sense whatsoever So as women it's actually our responsibility to stop waiting for people to come to us to make this happen but for us to go out there and say no we want this to happen yeah
0: absolutely and it's it's women like well like the three of us who are um, have created platforms to demonstrate to to have discussions, to share information, um, I think we're only at the tip of the iceberg.
1: hundred percent. I totally agree. What would you advise just women in general that, you know, may not have the resources or the finances or whatever it is to be able to engage with someone like yourself, Louise? What sort of things do you recommend that, that is good for people to do each day? To be honest,
2: it's the big rocks. Nothing changes. When I talk about women's health and fitness and well-being, to be honest, There is a difference, obviously, between a 20-year-old and a 60-year-old, but the big rocks do not change. You have to get outside and move your body every day. Going for a walk is totally sufficient for that. You don't need to be pounding the pavements and going for long runs. You need to drink enough water. You need to get enough sleep. You need to eat nutritionally based food. Like, those things don't change throughout entire lives. But when you get to the perimenopausal year, so let's just for, you know, say that starts in your forties, which it can for many women, and it can, you know, you end in menopause around your fifties, generally speaking. What happens with women and, and our lifestyle on our exercise is that we suddenly, um we just start eating more probably than we have done before, because, you know, maybe we we can just to consume a bit more food and we're a little bit kind of more relaxed about our bodies. But then at the same time, our bodies in these years actually need probably a couple of hundred calories less a day. Um, and then we start to put on a little bit of weight, which, again, is really, really normal in these transitional years. And we could say so much about that. But just on a very sort of you know basic day to day level, we put on a little bit of weight. And then if we do do regular exercise, what we tend to do is go, oh, my God, I'm going to cut all my calories down ridiculously low and I'm going to train more. And we default into this eat less, train more. Psych sort of psychological state, and we end up then in the world of problems with our hormones, um, and things start going. So initially it works. We might lose a little bit of that weight that we've been carrying. But then when we carry on in that state of eating less and training more, we end up messing up our hormones even more and causing so many problems for ourselves. So that's why I keep going. If we can just keep those big rocks nice and stable, we don't need to punish ourselves with exercise, which is what I see women doing all the time. And, it, you know, food is not a reward either. Like, we really have to be a little bit more level in our approach to all things when it comes to our midlife, but we tend to go a little bit crazy as well.
1: What about fun? Like, what things would you suggest for fun?
2: (laughs) I think your definition of fun and my definition of fun might be slightly different, as we were discussing just before we uh, hit record I like to throw myself into freezing cold water on a regular basis. Um, So I like cold cold water swimming. You might find me naked under waterfalls in the upways. I do all sorts of crazy things like that, and I actually call that fun.
1: (laughs) I love it. Yeah, that's great. Well, so I suppose I guess, you know, people just need to embrace their inner self, like that's pretty much what you're doing, isn't it?
2: Well, I always think of perimenopausal years as reverse puberty. So if you just think about how wild and crazy you were in your puberty years, then why not just embrace that now and just let rip, you know, let's find a little bit of fun. And everyone's definition of fun is different. I mean, some women just go, I'm just going to take up hula hooping or, you know, like I'm going to jump out of a plane. Like, I don't know, but everyone's got a thing that they suddenly go, i'm gonna do that i'm gonna give that a crack and i think usually we give ourselves permission in our 40s and 50s to do that
0: i actually um late last year louise went and bought myself a wetsuit out of the blue and hit the waves again and started surfing again but just i'm only on the bodyboard at the moment (laughs) i'm not ready for the the surfboard but yeah i'm in the water and in freezing cold conditions, uh, this winter I just bought booties because I'm, I'm getting serious about it. But it's so, it's, I just feel amazing. And, you know, even, you know, being in the car park at Ocean Grove Main Beach and I'm just getting undressed with everyone else, it's just so <laughs> real. And I'm like, and I don't even care if they see my battle you know like i'm just like oh my goodness all i can think about is the waves that i've caught and and how um just how good i feel so yeah it, it's just um i really hear what you're saying because I'm, I'm doing it and it's just it's amazing it's amazing physically and mentally the mental health at this age is something also that is a big factor in how we feel about ourselves do you find that
2: yeah, 100%. I think, you know, for women throughout all our years, we um, there is a psychological element to all the ages and stages of womanhoods. But particularly at this stage, in the sort of like, again, 40s through sort of mid-50s, um, looking after our mental health and well-being is incredibly important. And there's a lot of people talking about that now, which is incredible and amazing. But there's no there's no monotherapy you can't just say oh look after your mental health if you're not looking after your physical health and if you're not looking after your emotional or spiritual health like you have to bring all of the pieces of the pie together in order to to get a well-rounded sense of self and um, a good sense of well-being and yeah like it I you can't just do one segment right
0: yeah absolutely yeah totally agree i um, love
1: how you say it you actually say it so <laughs> i feel I, i'm i'm like envisioning like a pie graph <laughs> you know of our life <laughs> um, <laughs> i know what a nerd anyway so uh, like i'm loving everything that you're saying louise what how do people find you where like where are you you know socials website like activities how, how does this work
2: Probably the best place to go is my website, which is au, which explains a lot more about me and what I do. So generally I have a couple of ways where you can access me. So I actually do like we've spoken about, Whispers of the Wild, which is almost like my my pinnacle or my premium event, um, which I run, and I'm hoping to set new dates for that um in twenty twenty two. So we can go again. I'd love to see you ladies there. Um, and then I also also run and i'm hoping to get it off the ground it was meant to go in august and it hasn't i've got an event called rising fierce which has actually been run in up in hepburn springs which is a wonderful opportunity to get a taste of what whispers is but you get it in one day so a one day event and again all the details and bits and bobs you can find on my socials and things for that. Um, But in terms of day to day and what I do day to day, I actually work um, with my personal coaching clients. So I work one on one or one on two with women um, and I train them in Geelong. Um, And obviously, when I work with women, you don't just get a personal training session. uh, You get the whole spectrum. You get the whole pie. Jackie like the whole pie comes to the party and we talk about the whole holistic health um, if you can't access if you're not local to Geelong then I do actually run a program online called Eagle Saw, which is a deep dive into everything in the pie if we're using they <laughs> keep using our analogy um, so the whole thing from your lifestyle nutrition your spiritual health your physical health um, meeting you where you're at now taking a really broad look at everything and giving you some really great action steps to start moving you forward into health and well-being and just feeling that empowerment and just amazingness that is the female body that I think a lot of us has lost touch with over the years especially if you have been through the motherhood years and you're lost a little bit in your mid-40s and 50s as to where you are and what you're doing what works and what doesn't work and what you should be doing or not doing. So I help women do that. Um, So, yeah, but all of that is on my website. I am on Instagram, which is pretty lively over there, Um, and I am on Facebook too. Um, So there's lots of little access points for people to come and find me.
1: What's your, what would you say your average client is like? Are they, or is it just such a broad range? Because if you're doing from like motherhood to menopause, um, and, you know, motherhood, goodness, you know, can be 20 younger these days but you know like so what would be the the most common client that you would have
2: I tell you what I work with savvy women I work with women who are out there going they know deep in their gut that they just don't want to go to a run-of-the-mill trainer, but they don't know what quite they're looking for. And it's usually this is how people find me: it's word of mouth. People start having conversations, and then they're like, "I just I want a trainer, but I want someone who understands, you know, periods and hormones and mm-hmm. understands women." So, as a women's health coach. Um, they end up finding me. And so when I say, yeah, so I work with like really savvy women who start going, I just want something different. I want something that works for me specifically. I don't want to be a cookie cutter anymore.
1: You said you're 45 so and your you're, you're kid's 8 and 11. So where do you classify yourself right now? Are you like in that parental stage or are you like in the menopause stage?
2: I'm in the lost lands, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) So I am literally at that pivot point. I think I've come out of the, the trenches of early motherhood. I've transitioned my way out of those and I'm now looking. My body is changing. My hormones have started changing. Things are shifting in my mind about how I approach and view the world. And I'm like, hang on a second something's happening (laughs) and so um and these shifts and changes obviously happen really subtly and slowly to women over time and when I sit in this space I just think okay I wonder where the next sort of five to ten years is going to take me what kind of journey and me and my body gonna go on together and how can I best support her um, on that journey because I I feel like I, a lot of women also get to midlife where they literally feel like they've been hit by a Mack truck, like boom, straight in the face. They get all these health conditions start popping up and things start going awry and they get injuries and they don't know what's going on. don't even know who they are anymore. Okay. And this is where I want to make the, lay the foundations and fa- give women a basically a little bit of a map to help us get through these transitional years and say, don't worry, you're not alone. And I can totally help you and navigate this space.
1: Mm, fantastic. And I I really feel like um, and just looking at your website and the way you talk, you know, you see those posts on Instagram or mainly Instagram, you know, of like the wild womans, you know, like I'm picturing like like wolves around me and you know, just like shouting to the to the moon. I can gather that you're like have some spirit like coming out from you. Like what what motivates you to be so passionate? Like, towards this kind of thing? (laughs) Because, uh, God, that's such a hard question. But,
2: yeah, (laughs) like that inner, I tell you what, it's this inner fire and all of us have it as women. There's this burning sensation deep inside us that we just Want to say something or speak our truth a bit more, and we often have lived our whole lives living them for other people and doing what we're told at work or you know, school and then university. And then you know, and we play these roles and we go through it, and I think you get to midlife and you're like, F this. I want to go wild. I want to just go crazy out there. You know, we suddenly want to dye our hair purple. I'm going to go and get a tattoo. Like I said, it's like reverse puberty. And I'm like, why not embrace this sense of just women want to roar and we want to just be ourselves and we just want to be left alone. Like everyone just leave us alone in in our lives. Just go away. (laughs) Like I've given you everything, you've got everything, go away now. And I just, I guess I'm just really there to help women embrace that as much as I try and do that for myself. And I'm like, give yourselves permission to roar. We are deserving to be like, are you asked these questions at the beginning, Kelly? How do we change this? We change this by having these conversations. We change Mm. this by getting a bit angry about things. You know, I mean, that's what midlife is about. This is when women really come into their own when we give ourselves a chance. This is now. The time is now.
0: I think Jackie and I have actually noticed since we started this podcast that that women are jumping on and loving that we're just we're just asking the craziest questions. We're interviewing people from left, right, center parts of the world and just talking perimenopause. Just share your shit with us and tell us what you're going through. I don't know if you've listened to any of our podcasts, Louise, but we started off talking, it was about ourselves, because that's how it sort of started, because Jackie and I were in different stages of perimenopause, um, and I'm Jackie's through it. I'm smack bang in the middle, like burning up, like, my goodness, I don't know what, every day. We just wanted to talk about it, and we wanted to talk about ourselves, and we wanted to remind ourselves how... Absolutely amazing we were years ago. And in doing that, I don't know about you, Jack, but I now see that
1: we weren't amazing years ago because we still are. Your answer to that question, Louise, like you said, that's a difficult question. That That was the answer that I wanted to hear. That was the answer that I knew that you had inside of you because... Yeah, I can see it and I can feel it. And I like, I do a lot of these things already. Like, I'm like, when you said that you get to this age and then you're just like, you know, rethinking things and you're like, what the hell? And you want to change that and you want to do this and you just want to be alone and you just like all of these things. That is probably my biggest turnaround. And, you know, you feel like um, you become the next stage is like being wise. You know, and just being a wise woman and just like having all this shit together. And fuck that. I'm not going back to 20. Like, I don't even want to go back there. Like, no, yeah, sure. No. I was, I was friggin' amazing then, but I'm more amazing now. And so, yeah, like, I just think that then we, then we come to this term and we're like, this is it. This is where we are. And this is the best years of our lives. And so, um, yeah, and and all of the things that you can do. But yeah, I knew like that sort of um, <laughs> you know, just like that inner fire burning and coming out. Like I just love that. And I I can imagine that your retreats and your coaching and just being around you must really influence and encourage women to 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 have that you know, bring that burnout as well. So well done on everything that you're doing and thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us. It's a pleasure. Oh, it's,
2: been, it's been incredible. Thank you, ladies. But just quickly on that note, tiny, tiny little thing, because once you get me started, I don't stop. Um, I'm probably like Kelly like that. <laughs> um, But like as a species, we have to understand that not many species actually go through menopause. So when you talk about this wisdom state, we really need to start honoring the fact that as a human female being, we actually get this second part of life for a reason. Like we see it as this doom and gloom thing and we can view it like that, but it's not, it's like you say, there's such a powerful, powerful Mm. part of us transitioning to this next stage of life. And that, what is that? Is there like a, what is it? A whale or who else goes through menopause? You must've covered this topic before. Like, I'm pretty sure that's us and like there's a whale and is it elephants and that's it or something? Like, I don't know. Like I probably got that wrong. My huge apology- I could actually just be talking gibberish now, but I'm pretty. We are rare and unique in that sense, in the sense that we uh,
1: it is go Wales. through
2: menopause. It is Wales. Wales, I was right. Yes,
1: yeah. you're
0: right. Yeah.
2: Wales.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it's we'll take Wales. it
2: on as pioneers. You know,
0: periwise wise women. That's who we are.
1: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We're almost out of time, but um, yeah. Look, we'll we'll post all of your. As Kelly said, we'll post all of your details. in our uh, show notes and direct anyone over to you and um, yeah it's been really interesting and and mm, great yeah. uh, encouraging
0: yes and I i'm love- very happy that bernadette connected us thanks louise
2: it's been wonderful i love what you guys are doing keep talking keep spreading the word <laughs> it needs to happen roar yeah. your truth women roar it out. <laughs> i love it
1: roar your truth bye
2: roar bye for your truth. now
0: thanks louise bye
1: Thank you for listening to the Perry
0: Wise Women podcast. Jackie and Kelly would love for you to join their collection. Go to their Facebook page, Perry Wise Women, and join the group. Let them know who you are, what topics you'd like them to discuss, and anything else that's on your mind.